Good afternoon. This is Bart Sharp with United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network 107.5 and 103.5 along with Roku, YouTube, Facebook, and a lot of other medias welcoming you to Becoming Quantum Conscious. And you can check in with us if you're on the radio by going to YouTube and going to Bart Sharp, that's me. Bart Sharp at BartSharp.com and uh, go to our live feed there on YouTube and you can join in the chat and uh, have a lot of fun with us and ask questions and be with all of those things that we will be doing today on Becoming Quantum Conscious at the uh, United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network. I always like to say it a few times. I'm a little redundant. And uh, today we are welcoming Cledstone Jordan, who is a crystal skull uh, healer, uh, but also uh, a, a someone who adores enthusiastic part of his spiritual life uh, and all of these things that when you start into the healing process of uh, helping others and that's also uh, along with uh, expanding your awareness, <laughs> you jump into an arena that probably you never expected. And I've known Cledstone for 15 years uh, around that time, maybe longer. It's, it's all blurry and you get that long and you get to my age, but He's always been passionate about the spiritualness, the spiritual side, and with crystal skulls. So we welcome Cledstone Jordan. Uh, welcome to the show, Cledstone. We're really glad that you're here. All right. Thank you, Bar. I appreciate that. I am excited to be here, to say me, the least. <laughs> me too. And we've had some... Uh, a few problems here and that uh, I can't see Cledstone. And if you are on the chat and you can see Cledstone, would you please let me know? I, I don't have his security issues and that I have to see his face. <laughs> exactly what, what, uh, he's Yvonne says she can. He's very exotic looking if you uh, can't see him. Uh, <laughs> Yvonne uh, says she can see, she can see, yeah. Uh... Yay! So uh, this is good, and people are filing in. And so, if you are part of um, the chat and you want to ask questions for Cledstone or or me, but preferably Cledstone, he's I think he's cuter than me, actually. <laughs> but, um, I do all right. <laughs> you know, he, he definitely has a cute wife, so we don't need to go into that. So um, you know. There's a lot to the crystal skulls, and they're always a bit of a mystery to me. And and there's all of the skeptics and the people that say, well, these things, you know, were made 200 years ago by people with all of these high-tech equipment, which I don't know how you got high-tech equipment 200 years ago. Right. But um, well, that's all uh, interesting little mystery there. Yeah. Uh, how you could get all of that very hard crystal all smooth and polished like that right with no tools age. right 
but we're not going to go there about the skepticism and the conspiracy right. theories of that. Right. We are going to be going into the experiences people have had with crystal skulls, particularly Cledstone, and and what you know about them. And maybe that's the best place to start out because not everybody knows all the stories about what we believe they're about. And so what if we start out the show with you just sharing what you know about their origins and and history? Okay, I can do that. And feel free to cut me off if my mouth gets to be running. So uh, uh, I, I consider I, myself and my wife, I consider us crystal skulls caretakers uh, in a sense, and along with, with, with we use the skulls for healing. Uh, back in long time ago, there's several stories about how these 13 crystal skulls came about. And from my understanding is that they were 13 individuals of high consciousness that came together and they were able to each create their own crystal skull by just meditating, creating a certain sound. And with a crystal, they were able to go ahead and run this crystal over the stone and that metamorphosize into a crystal skull. Each. So can I ask one question? Sure. When you say individuals, are you talking about humans or ETs or something else? I am talking about both. I just know they these individuals were of such a high consciousness. Uh, maybe they live somewhere else and were able to manifest themselves into the same reality with all the other ones. Hmm. Right? So I don't want to say it was just humans or it was just extraterrestrials. Let's broaden it out and say it, the 13 were very important because when they came together, they came together with the intention of creating something really wonderful and how is spirit going to express itself even more. And so that is the vibration we want to go with. Mm. Right. And so uh, they manifested these calls. So these are called, ancient crystal skulls that's why some of them there they can uh test them under microscopes and they can't see where the tool marks are because they weren't created with tools now the crystal skulls we have are called modern ones and if you look at those under a microscope you will be able to see the the sand marks and all that on these crystals so uh but these ancient ones they did not, they weren't created like the way we create them, right? We don't have this high technology right now in our focus where we can sing a hymn or do a chant or a mantra and manifest things, right? Yeah. We're getting there. So that's that's mm -hmm. the focus we're getting there. But this technology they had before, right? And somehow right. we lost that, lost that connection. And we are building back to that kind of atmosphere where we're able to manifest what we want with everything that we were born with, right? So, so, so that's the origin of those thirteen. And there was, uh, there were uh, twelve of them, uh, and then there's one 
that contains everything about all the other 12. That one is called like the master skull, right? So, so many things go from 12 to 13. Absolutely. Just like that same design, whether you're talking about to 12 apostles correct, or uh, the 12 sisters of Isis with uh, Isis to be in the 13, correct. or the 12 sacred stargates correct. with uh, a 13th energy, in my opinion, is Mount Sinai. Uh, so once again, we have this wonderful uh, mathematical power there. Mathematical sacred geometry, like as in 12 chakras. We only talk about seven, but there are some that are outside of our aura that, well, uh, outside of the body, uh -huh. right? So there's that 12. And the thing about 12 is each level is also a gradient into can be broken out into 12 gradients as well. So when you're dealing with these things, you don't go from one to two, you go from one to one plus one, one plus two, and you grade it up until you grade up and you move up. So it's, it's, it's intense, you know, it takes a lot of time, dedication and passion. That's my thing about it. I'm passionate about it, mm. you know, uh, more than anything else at this point, because it's all about healing and we're all about healing in whatever tool we use, right? Cards. Mm the singing bowls, the skulls, any, you know, it's all about healing and it's all about sound. The more we get into this, it'll be all about sound, sound healing. Sound healing with the skulls. That's absolutely correct. Cause almost the, again, that's how they were created in the original one. So when we get together now, we put our 12 together, right? They're just a representation of what that original vibration was with those original 12, 13 together. So that's what we're doing when we're sitting around in our circles and we're we're having 12, sometimes we have 24, sometimes we have 100, right? We're just, this is just a representation of, we're trying to connect back to that ancient energy. Yes. Because right? that energy yeah. is still available. It is indeed. And that's funny with the channelings and the work that I've done with the 12 Sisters of Isis, it's very much the same thing. 12, 12 women together doing sacred work within their hips and their hearts opened up. Mm -hmm. But then they would do these super groups where it was 12 times 12 right. to change right. communities and to land that energy in more profoundly. And right. of course, this is all coming up from the earth, from the great central sun, right. which is more like a portal where ISIS can come in. Right. Uh, it's very interesting that we have so many cool parallels with that. Um, do you see that there's any particular star systems or planetary systems that have an affinity with the creation of the skulls? Uh, they are a few. Uh, there's a lot of them, of course. There's too many extraterrestrial or, and I hate to say that word sometimes, they're just okay. star beings this, this or cosmic family. Hmm? Huh? This radio program likes ETs. It's the <laughs> UFO Paranormal Radio Network. So Right, yeah. Read it. Uh, Get it out, Pitstone. But some, sometimes when we say ETs, we're thinking ETs and then there's us when really, in fact, it's all of us. We are ETs as well. Right. So, oh, yes. you know, so we're it's all one big cosmic family. Right. 
And mm -hmm. so, so there's a few that interact with us with us more directly than others. The mm -hmm. the Pleiadians, of course, are very close to us. Right. Uh, the Arturians are very close to us as far as with these crystal skulls. Uh, mm -hmm. And if I can talk about the Arturians really quick, when when I deal with them or interact with their consciousness, it sounds they're they're like they're singing. They're like they're singing this knowledge, if if I can put it that way. When I wow. get into the information, it's like they're just singing all these poems about raising consciousness versus on a chalkboard writing it. It seems like they're singing it. Whereas the Pleiadians, they come to me almost as like teachers, right? Like 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 uh, here is how I'm gonna break this down to you. Uh, you know, so so there's uh, there's some Osirian or from Osiris that we deal with as well, and there's some negative and positive from that constellation as well. We're uh -huh. just we're just into what is positive and what is good for our growth. That's our intention. So anything else just passes us by in the night, right? And, like, and William Garrison has this great comment, mm -hmm. question comment: Don't leave out the moon. Of course. Uh, what does that mean? I know you got an answer. Yeah, yeah. For, for, for me, uh, the moon is almost, it's not a planet. To me, the moon is a satellite. It moves around, right? It, it, uh -huh. it, it, is, uh, it wasn't there in the beginning. Someone moved it there. And we also know that the moon is hollow. And if you listen to NASA and all that, you, they will tell you that they dropped something on the moon and it rang like a bell, right? Which means it is wow. somewhat hollow. And this is from NASA who isn't really into extraterrestrials, but they're doing experiments. And so they dropped something else. And of course it rang again and it rang for a certain amount of time. So it says it is almost hollow. You know, my thing is, I wonder if anybody lives there, what do they think about you dropping something on your house, right? So, uh, but to me, there's lots of stuff going on on the moon, stuff we never hear about yeah. you know, in mainstream, you right. know, uh, but there's lots of stuff going on on the moon. Why doesn't it turn? Why don't we see, why don't we only see one side, right? Where everything else turns, we see the earth turning, right? We see everything. Why does that not turn, right? So, so there's lots of things about the room, but there's stuff happening on the moon. There's, there's things happening on the Earth, on the moon, and on Mars that are really tied to uh, the Draconian Empire, the Dracos, right? right, right and exactly. so that is, uh, that is one of their hiding spots, right? They're mm. also on the Earth as well, and they're also on Mars. If you, you, you've heard them say when they go to Mars, they see the... Uh, the uh uh the ancient uh remnants of civilization you know yes. uh just like they do in the, the pyramids so there are pyramids they're all that so it's almost the same civilizations in all these places right so uh so i don't want to leave out the moon at all but yeah there's no, lots no, of stuff not, going not on at all. Uh, i i haven't heard that with with mars and that's really yeah. fascinating my whole body is like if it if you do not know anything about me, <laughs> uh, my body vibrates when I hear truths and <laughs> and I'm in shakes and does all of these things. And I'm right. oh, doing a really good job keeping still. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it just it there's just a very eerie feeling about that. 
And right. I never really like to think of that as dangerous. I think the draconians are very interesting and somehow they have served a purpose Correct. Even in that reptilian type of consciousness. Right. And we really right. haven't enjoyed it. Right. Uh, I've, I've removed enough curses off of people to know that <laughs> there's a lot of darkness there. Right. However, I mean, we're, they, we're, they we're a part of, of that. We're part, they're part of us as well. Our, yeah, our yeah. basic instincts or fight or flight, that's draconian. Mm -hmm. But the, yeah. deal is, the deal is for us is how do we rise above that animal instinct and grow your consciousness into something that they know we have, but they don't want us to have it because then we're no longer controlled by all the things that they're playing, the games they play with us. Right, they play games so that we can be angry, so that they can siphon off yeah, those emotions right. and work with that energy. Right, and when, and when we talk to a really good astrologer, uh, they will tell me tell you that each planet has a purpose in a greater whole that serves not only the Earth and we beings of Earth, but mm -hmm. a whole planetary system. Correct. It serves the whole. It, it serves all that is, right? It, it, it serves the entire the entire thing. And we have a comment from Carrie Langdock. Mm -hmm. I, I hope I pronounce that right. Because um, I'm because it's a French name and I want to pronounce it like a French person, like Langdock. <laughs> That's, that sounds right. From Texas, you say Langdock. <laughs> but she says, they say that are the Anunnaki and the Dracos, which, mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, Cledstone, uh, mm -hmm. the Anunnaki are different than the Dracos. Uh, the Anunnaki are more of a foreign species or energies. To me, the the, uh, the Anunnaki are, uh, I mean, the Dracos have been around for quite some time, right? Mm -hmm. uh, here, and, I mean, again, they were here before us. Right. Uh, so there's things going on inside the earth that we really don't know about. So but to me, that the Anunnaki, that goes back to the, the Sumerians and and way before that. Yes. You know, uh, but the uh, to me, they're slightly different in, in vibration. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't yeah. know that the Anunnaki are the Dracos are war, 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 war. Let's take over. I don't know that Anunnaki is like that, that vibration. So I would separate those two on that level. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you. They they weren't nice people. They were the ten foot people, from what I understand, that right. did try to rule over and uh, enslave humans to some degree. Right. And you know, when we look at some of those times, there were races of people that were very much star people that were humans, and and, and there was this emergence of et and humans and probably if you're listening to this radio show and you're not <laughs> running away and turning it off you're probably part of that group right. uh, because you would gravitate to this type of information something would just pull you in right. and you would want to hear it uh, or you'd be repelled to it repelled by it and say oh they're just a bunch of bull Right. You haven't turned the radio off, you know. Right, right. And the ones that repel, those are fine because at some point something else will come along that will get them to where they need to be. You yeah, know, yeah. uh, you know, so uh but yeah, well, we, we all we're all we're almost like we're all integrated with all these other cosmic 
civilizations, right? We're like an experiment. We're a conglomerate of all these other civilizations that said, I'm going to put a piece in here, a piece in here. I'm going to put this piece in here. And that is us. And so once we start yeah. at some point, we want to talk about, you know, at some other show, we want to talk about 12 strand DNA when we can realize that ingrained in our DNA is information about the Pleiadians, the Arturians, the Syrians, the Osirians, Orions, you know, the Lyrians, they all have a, a, a spot in helping us to grow into what we are right now. So we're like the experiment, right? Let's, let's just change the, 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 the intention because this is a great, what you said is very profound, mm -hmm. that we're, they're all part of us. And it really brings up the question, well, how do we learn how to bring that into our, ourself and 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 there's one way that you could just summon in it and request it mm -hmm. and read books on it and and mm -hmm. and that's all intellectual mm -hmm. but um there's another part that how do you viscerally and vibrationally live with it in your everyday life you know it, a higher vibration because i think that's what they're trying to service it's like you change the cells and your molecules in your body by actualizing the vibration that they right. could actually become. Right. For a lot of people, it's just, they are not even aware of these other things that are outside their little box that somebody created for them or they created for themselves. So a lot of this is just, if you're aware that these crystals can offer you information to help your growth, then just being aware is helpful. Most people aren't aware, so then they push these things away, yeah. you know. So once you're aware that, hey, you're not really ET, you're my brother, right? Exactly. So then now, now your energy is different, you know. Now when something shows up, you're not scared of it because, okay, you're a family from far away versus, oh, you're something from out there that I'm afraid of. So exactly. the awareness is most okay. important for us to know that these things do exist you know, and they're real. And then once you start doing that, and then you just, again, this is a free will place. You have to just invite, look, I want to learn more about me. So you're the most important thing, not these other people. So once you start yeah. to find out what's, what is it about you? How do I make myself grow? What does it make, you know, what makes me take, what makes me mad, what makes me happy? As long as you start doing those things, then the information will gradually come to you, whether it's by a book, or radio show or TV or listen to somebody else's or just, conversation. Or just, or just meditating in a, in a cave or meditating out in the forest and asking for those vibrations to come in. Anywhere. It's because our body knows all of this information. Right. Already. Right. We, we have been ETs. We have been, I like to call them light people, people of light right. that came from these other solar systems. And right. if you're really curious about where you're from, you might just think of these planets and muscle tests using applied kinesiology and just see which one you're from. Right. And, and see and what the affinity is and study that planet and see what affinities you have in that, right. that you've been living unconsciously. Right. Now, to me, this brings a lot of hope up because yes, there is a lot of polarity. And as we talked about the draconians and an Anunnaki, uh, and, and we've had comments on the chat with the government you know, there's always something like that around that is threatening. I, don't, I can't think of a time in history that we've not had threats. Right. Ever. However, 
the other side to it is we can tune into these type of energies you know you know maybe a thousand years ago we were you know tuning into the uh energies of jesus christ and mother mary uh, or even a hundred years ago or whatever and that gave us an expansion some people would call it hope and uh, safety right it's also an expansion and in this day and age, we have such an opportunity to even go beyond that. Correct. It, with things like the skulls. Right. Uh, you know, it, it really, your comment earlier about the 12 or 13 people mm-hmm. that seem like, you know, as I get it, the vision I get is just like they represented a community. In other words, a community of angels, ETs, and all of these things that were kind of surrounded them where they all became one. Correct. And something out of that person's head transferred into the crystal and then Correct. the magic started happening. Correct. So each individual skull had was ingrained with the personality energy of that one individual. Right. I'm still working with, you know, exactly if they're all human right or you know if there were other ones right now i'm going with yes they were either or but the intention is the information and how do we use it to grow and become better than we ever mm-hmm. thought we could be right and mm-hmm. and build build a pyramid which we really mm-hmm. can't do right now right because we lost a lot of that technology all of that connection back yeah. to our cosmic family right because we played games via via atlantis we played games with this crystal energy and we went more physical than we did spiritual right there should be a balance eventually it got out of balance with those people correct Uh, however they made a lot of great progress correct and they did phenomenal things and the planet at that time and we're talking somewhere between before 8000 BC, that's when the great flood happened and everything changed. Right. And that's, you know, well documented and noted that something happened back then where a lot of water flew in and right. Things were destroyed. Right. Everything changed. But before that, there were some communions. Uh, I have a psychic friend. I'll share this story. Her name is Penny. She'll be on the show in the future. I'm going to France on April 15th and all the time that I'm in France, I will have guests that are from France or Europe. And so we're going to get the European version of uh, becoming quantum conscious over there, which would be a lot of fun. And one of my friends, Penny has this dream where she's an Egyptian spirit and the ETs are coming in to be with the Egyptians. And, and the Egyptians are literally renting them out bodies to be in so they can experience the human experience. Correct. And so there was a real trade-off between the Syrians and the Egyptians that had this special communion together. And through that right. process, um, they, uh, you know, the ET stuff ingrained in with the people. And, and, and this was happening thousands and thousands of years right. with that. Right. And, and the ETs were just as fascinating about what it was like to be human, Correct. And to eat food, have anger, 
be sad, have sex. Right. right. And all of those things that we just take for, for granted. granted. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now they were learning from us as we we're learning from them. You know, uh, again, the, when, when I started doing the research, I went back as far back of as 250,000 years ago when things were happening on this planet. So things that have been happening a long time. I think we probably restarted this whole experiment three or four times, right? But things have yeah. been going on way longer than we care to admit, than the mainstream cares to admit, you know? It, 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 it is. And, and uh, now there's studies, and this is in the uh, Provence region of France, in this cave near Tantové. And, and I know this well because this is in my neighborhood where I do uh, Mary Magdalene France tours, uh, where they found bodies that could be somewhere between 300,000 and 400,000 years old. Correct. And they will keep going back and finding and going back because what they want to do is they want to touch it and feel it before they believe it. Right. So that's yeah. why they're playing those kind of games versus somebody who's okay. And I'm on the spiritual tip. Let me just go in and, and get this information directly from the source. So there's good to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And, and we had some comments about truth here. And I just like to say, it's like, let's just make our own truth. <laughs> like what is more expansive in life? Uh, what we see that we're afraid of here, like, Everything's going to fall apart because mm -hmm. I hear this. I hear this with uh, clients and friends. Uh, or does it feel more light expansive when you start talking about this higher evolved consciousness? Uh, and, you know, in my studies, what feels lighter is usually has a greater reference for truth mm -hmm. than what is dense and uh, heavy. And, and so we may not know the truth of what's going on in the world. However, when we start to go into the crystal skulls and other modalities, we start to see what the truth is inside of us that we're meant to be doing this stuff. Right. And, and, and that's a good point. When you, everything has to come from within, right? When I started doing my journey and I tried to find out what was wrong with me that my life didn't work before, I started to go in, what was wrong with me? Of course, there wasn't anything wrong with me, lessons to learn, and right? But once you start going in, like I'm dealing with the crystal skulls, but they're pointing me in, you know, look, it was, right now, the male is the dominant, you know, the ego yes. is dominant, that's male. The, the, and the crystal skulls, right, are moving into the female portion of us where you have to feel these things out and sense these things out, right? And so we have to find a happy medium be, be, between the ego and, you know, the male and the female, right? And so this is what these skulls are bringing us into. It's like now we have to sit with the skull. You have to get to know it. You have to talk to it like it's alive because it is alive. Everything is alive. There's something that I call particle personalities where the smallest minute particle is alive and conscious that it is alive, right? Mm -hmm. And so all these things you find out, but you have to go in. And again, so truth is your truth. My truth is not going to be your truth. I don't want you to take everything I say and run with it, but I want you to take what I say and go research it and then find your own truth because your truth will come out to you. 
right? All we're doing is share our experiences so you have a comfortable place so that, you know, when we used to go to church, we want we wanted to be a place where you could come in and say anything and people don't say you're crazy. You could come in and say, look, I talked to dead people and we would be like, okay, what's their name? What color are they? How tall are they? You know, yeah. what era was it? Versus, hey, you're crazy. And so exactly. this is this is the place we want where people can come in and experience and get their own truth. God, you got to find your own God, your own truth. And so right. these things will point you within. That's all these are doing, right? You're going to be the most important thing with the skulls. They're wonderful. They're tools. I am the most important part in the interaction. If you're doing tarot cards, right? You're right. the most important part of that interaction. You, you, you are the vehicle and it's bringing in that, that uh, human component because we as humans, we we're the conduit for the change. I mean, we, we have All to right. choose change and 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 to uh, have that uh, with us. Uh, and and they're just that bridge. Yeah. Now, uh, just to change the focus a little bit, uh, you know, I've seen, I've never been to your house, which is kind of regretful. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. And yeah. and uh, and you but, have an open invitation. Well, thank you, Clintstone. I'll take that up. Um, so um, it's full of crystal skulls. There are many. <laughs> and uh, I won't say how many. Like many. Well, maybe we are to just take a step back and just bring up a concept that uh, the 13 crystal skulls, when you place a, I guess, a, a, a newly carved skull beside the crystal skull that's right. a, an original right there's a transfer of energy in right. consciousness right there is an exchange it's it's like uh and it's a vibrational exchange it's like if you have two guitars right one here and, and the other one next door and you play one guitar at some point this other guitar will start to ring with that same tone right so yes. there is a transfer and so i have uh in this corner here i have osiris and i have some of our main skulls and then i have a couple that are charging and so like when we took our crystals we took uh mr bojangles and we went and sat with max the, the ancient crystal skull and so mm -hmm. our intention was to get energy from max that we can bring back with us so, and have so that as a main one why and you, charge why the why other ones stop and explain who the hell max is okay so max is one of those ancient crystal skulls we talked about in the beginning that we don't know how they were carved, right? They've been they've been tested and they don't know how they were carved. And so th that's one of those ancient crystals called Med Mitchell Edgars. I think I, the names are, are will will go, you know, there's so there's the Mitchell Edgar skull, there's Shanara, there's 12 of them. So mm -hmm. and these are the ancient ones. And Max yeah. is one of those ancient ones. Yes, yes. And, and, and Max, uh, the owner, I mean, I don't say the caretaker, mm -hmm. or that's not even the right word. Uh, yeah, I guess caretaker is good enough. Mm -hmm. Always went to um, the psychic fairs in Austin. Which, right. Uh, I, I got to literally my table was right beside the table that Max was part of. Right. <laughs> he was about 10 feet from my head. Right. <laughs> and every day at the end of the day, it was like, it doesn't matter how many people I worked with. Right. 
I was always kind of in another world. Right. Yeah. You, 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 it's the energy of it, you know, and, yeah. and I think it's, it's, it's opening us up to other perspectives. You know, I think Max just changed hands from Joanna Peroxide. That's who owned it when we sat uh, with it here at Nature's Treasures. And uh -huh. somebody else just took over that the duty of walking it around and, and sharing that information with other people. You know, oh, wow. but uh, yeah, that, that just happened uh, within a month, I think, a month or two at the most, uh, where, is... that, where they changed hands. All right. So look, could you say that name again of that person? Uh uh, I know Joanne Parks was the one that had it before. Okay. And I okay. think the other the other lady might be a uh, Joanna Pearson. Um, um, don't okay. quote okay. me. But I, I, you well, know, I'm we gonna... can find that online. Yeah, I would like to find that. Yeah, that and they're, they're actually be at AlienCon coming up in a couple of days or whenever. You okay. Know? So so the information is still being shared, and you know, and and I'm I, I'm enjoying that effect that it's going mainstream. You know, mm -hmm. when we started dealing with the skulls, we were like the only ones, right? Mm -hmm. or, and you know, in our circle, now everybody wants to to deal with it because it's it's awakening. You're you're awakening the yes. skull, and as you're awakening the skull, you're awakening yourself, right? Yes. And, and and my Yvonne's mom used to say, uh, "You don't need the tools. You don't need the tools, right?" Whereas we really don't need the tools. Right, but the tools are the ladder to how you keep growing and growing and learning and learning. Like Yvonne, when she was brought up, she's a medium. And mm -hmm. so when she was brought up, their household was such that she had a place set for her imaginary friend for dinner mm -hmm. and such, right? So in that in all eye-opening, whereas I had to read and study myself up to this point where I'm at right now, you know. So, but it's possible for anybody. You know, this is not just me. Anybody can do this stuff. Anybody yeah. can go ahead and in an instant, you know, be actualized and, you know, and transcend, you know, but some of it, ta it takes work and takes dedication and, it, it, and open. You have to be open, right? For school exactly. doesn't let us to be open. School says you got to learn this and then you become this and this school is not open. You want to be open you, to the possibilities. And when you start getting on this track, if you're not on it. <laughs> It's it, it's very um, it just pulls you in, you know that you just got to do more and more this type of energetic work because right. it's almost like a spiral that you keep going right. up and every time right you, you you take your next step it feels right. so good that you're just wondering what the heck is going right. to happen next. Right, because you it's thought, hey, you thought you reached. You th you're like, oh, I reached. But as soon as you look around, it's like, oh, the more you get, the more it's there. Like, the more I know, the less I know. Because yeah. there's so much more now. Like, when I, I started doing this other research about uh, uh, the galactic family and, and who's helping us, mm -hmm. and I used to think, okay, there's maybe 100, yeah. 200 different ETs. There's thousands of them, <laughs> right? And then it was like, okay. I start over, right? And that's how it is. And you're just like, okay, now I need to go back to the drawing board and learn some more. And and you grow, yeah. and and as you grow, the consciousness of everything grows. Exactly. And so I want to just invite everybody that's listening. Um, in in a lot of people, it's all over the world uh, happening here, and most are on the radio. So some of them, some are on this chat. 
but most everybody's on the radio. But as you listen to this, feel inside of your body. And if you start to feel like you're a little lighter, a little more effervescent, uh, and something just feels different inside of you, it's, it's different for everybody. It's almost like your body has a way of signaling to you that this is a higher vibration, or more importantly, you have a resonance with it. In other words, this is a possible path for you. Right. Uh, and if you feel that, um, just pay attention to it. It's, it's how you learn to have this dialogue with yourself is by pay attentioning to what feels lighter in your body as you interact with things. Uh, we're having somebody next week, uh, Julie Bradshaw, with the soul of the horse. And she expands with horses. Uh, and they bring in a totally different reality than the crystal skulls. Correct. And so we're always asking, well, what is that affinity? As I'm sitting here listening to Cledstone, my whole body feels light and bubbly and uh, almost like I feel like everything's happening much faster inside of me. Right. That's telling me that, yes, I need to go buy a crystal skull. Bloodstones <laughs> 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 and power it up. <laughs> Come over. We have we have lots. Like right now, this one here, I, uh, I people can't see on the radio, but I have one that I keep my foot on right now because mm -hmm. that's how I'm staying grounded, right? Because I haven't slept really good for a couple of days. Thinking about this moment where you get to share something that you love and that you know that works for you, you know, and you want to share that so that other people can work with it so it works for them as well. And yeah. so, so that's what, that's what we do. So I, this is how I'm staying grounded. I have my feet on it, you know, mm. I have all the other ones. And, and so, so just so, on the so, skulls. So, real, huh? So basically you're pulling more energy into your body to feel more grounded. Is that what right. I'm Yeah. Cause basically this is made of something that is of the earth. Right. So it's yeah. almost like walking outside and putting your, taking your shoes off and socks and walking on the grass and feeling the earth, and that's how you ground yourself sometimes. When I don't yeah. know what to do, you just ground yourself, come back to earth. Sometimes I have to do that because I'm in the clouds a lot. I'm <laughs> on other planets a lot. And sometimes I have to remember, hey, you're a human being. You know, yeah. just get back here and, and find this balance in between. Right? You have to bring in lots and lots of energy into your body. And this is a really important lesson, lesson if you are if you've had a lot of abuse or you can't stay in your body, you can't concentrate, uh, you're trying to heal from different addictions, learn how to pull energy into your body and ground with that bigger energy. And when you're learning this stuff and you're trying to transform out of it, it's, it's something you do hour to hour throughout your day right. to really recalibrate yourself into something bigger because energetically you're supposed to be as big as a universe. If you are an ascended master, somebody like Ama or Jesus or Buddha, their energetic being was so huge 
that it was as big as the universe. You couldn't, cons it was beyond time and space, basically. Right, correct. A little just, body with a universe inside of it. It's beyond right. time and space. But that's right. what you're looking to really become. And so with all of these skulls that Clestone has brought in, they just magnify him. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, right. Of course, the body is saying, okay, I've, you've accommodated with this. How do you make it bigger? Right. Yeah. So energy, the energy part is really good because for us, energy comes in and we're supposed to let it out, let it flow. It comes in, it goes. It comes in, it goes. For most people, the energy comes in, they may feel something and they hang on to it. And as you hang on to it, then that's how you will be off balance. I don't want to say sick, but because you keep these things in you going around and around and, and then they combust and get more and and then it's something that your body is like, oh, I can't handle this anymore. Let me sh let me pop this thing out so you can realize it. But the, our bodies are supposed to take the energy in and let it out. Take it in, mm -hmm. let it out. And so yeah. that's the flow we're looking for. We want to be keep flowing. Exactly. And it happens moment to all every moment. Every moment yes. you get to choose, right? Whether you're eating delicious food or having great sex, right? It's all about it all moving through and you being totally present with that moment to full feel the full intensity. And it's the right. same in spirituality, right? And and that's not such of the beauty of it, right? I wanted to ask you another question. We have only ten minutes left. Gosh, what? where did the time go? What? <laughs> So what's a healing session or a conscious expansion session like with with what you do? So for for us, uh, Yvonne and I work in different ways, right? She can sit with you and she can give you a reading right off the bat. For me, I want to understand how are you thinking? First of all, before you lay on my table, what do you think about this? What do you think about that, right? Because to me, a lot of people don't need a reading, right? They need education that mm. most people that come don't believe they can heal themselves. That's why they keep coming. But after a while you come, you should get a jump and then go back and work on healing yourself, right? So for us, we I wanna, I wanna talk to you first and let you know, hey, I'm here to help you. I'm here to battery, I can boost you. But once you leave here, you gotta keep the boost going. Right, your body will heal itself. Yeah. Like if you leave my session and you talk about the neighbor, then the session was worthless, right? Not worthless, but it won't last very long. Yes. Right. So, so we want to get you in a space where you realize that these these tools that we have here are here to help you. Open yourself yes. up to whatever it is. Have no expectation. Just come and like I want I want to have a session with you, right? And see what happens. And usually during the session, we get impressions, read, you know, readings, messages just just for you. And the thing about that is what we want you to know also is that your best psychic is yourself. Your best medium yes. is yourself. Because if I'm giving you a reading, I'm giving you a message that has to come through my aura, all my beings, all my lifetimes, everything I get to you. So it's kind of tainted. Right. Usually it's true, but it's kind of tainted with my stuff. Now, if you're getting the message directly from your guys, angels, gatekeeper family, then it's much pure. It's much more truthful for you. Right. So that's how that's how when we come in and we're not here to come in and get money for a healing. We're here to help you really heal. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, look, I can't but afford it. it. Okay. It's, just but it's come good, and it, we'll it, do it. And, and there needs to be an energetic change of exchange. Yes. Yeah. 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 Of course. Um, yeah. That that's part of it. And Clintstone, you're still in Southwest Austin. Uh, we're in, uh, actually in South Austin. We're in Buda right now. So we moved from South and we're in Buda right now on the outskirts of Austin. Okay. And I, uh, I just, I, I just put on uh, the ticker and I forgot to do this, but it has Cledstone's okay. information and my information in case okay. you're watching this. But basically, if you go to Cledstone's um, YouTube channel, and that's C-L-E-D-S-T-O-N-E -E is mm -hmm. Cledstone and Jordan. Mm -hmm. uh, if you, He's on YouTube. He's on Facebook and um, Instagram. Right. And uh, you can dial him up. You can Google him and start looking to get a session from him. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. We're here to help. Yeah, well, I mean, we're yeah. here to help. Because yeah. a lot of the, you know, as you, we don't want you to stop going to your doctor, but we want you to add some type of spiritual practice as well as your medication. You know, that way the medic, you know, the medication is not as harmful, and you can understand that I can start healing myself. That's what we want you to keep thinking. I can heal myself. Like your body replenishes yeah. itself and cells every so long, five weeks, ten weeks, whatever. All your cells are new. Right. But if we keep hanging on to these things, then, of course, it needs help. You know, the things we eat, like, you know, you you eat a certain thing. You know, you watch what you put in your mouth, watch what you put in your head, watch what you watch, because at every moment you're creating. You're never not creating. Right. So it's either you're going to create by default, go with the flow and anything happens or you're, you're going to be never, like, never this is what I want to creating. do. You're never not creating. There's no such thing. You're never not. You're a creator. Like we, we say we, are, we were born in the image. You're created in the image of God. That's another whole topic. Right. Mm -hmm. So act like, yes, we are. So whatever the chicken, the small chicken does, the, the large chicken did. So understand when they say that, take that and run with it. You yes. have that power. You're born with, when you were born, you were born with everything you will ever need to create anything you want. So it's always good to have lots of crystal skulls or crystals or always good to have uh, like I, I have a, an Egyptian onk when I uh, am laying in my bed, I can look up and see it. Also, I often work out on my bed. I do shamanic work, mm -hmm. uh, mostly through Zoom. <laughs> and I look at this uh, onk just to help me remember right. of clarity. Because right. the, the onk always clears everything and right. gives you clarity. But right. it reminds me, it's like, okay, that's your reality that you can choose. Right. And it's a moment-to-moment -moment process. Correct. Getting Absolutely. in touch with your heart, your body, your groundedness. Right. Uh, that or you can start to get in your head and be afraid, you know, right. which is a great. <laughs> and then you're creating. It's so great. And, and it's not a bad thing, but it's like. If that's what you want to do, fine. Is there some experience you're enjoying about being negative? Fine, that's cool. But there's also the other side of why not yeah. be positive. It, takes the same it, kind of energy, the same amount of energy, right? Is, is it, yeah, and it, it always brings up that question, well, how is that really working for you to be so <laughs> freaked out or worried? Right. And, and yes, there's a lot of problems in the world. However, how's it working for you to be in fear about them all the time? Right. 
Right, right. And in fair, fair, fair is, and I said this on Sunday, fair is there to let you know what you need to work on. If you're afraid mm -hmm. of something, that's where your lessons are right now. Whatever you're afraid of, start taking a look at it, look at it closely and and, and, and look at it and, and take it apart. And, and you're going to realize, oh, I learned a whole lot. And then I, most exactly. a lot of the time it was like, the, the fear energy was wasted. Like I did this the other day. I was I was dreading this conversation with a family member for two or three days. And then when we had the conversation, it was like, oh, I wasted them that whole time. But still, I, I understood, okay, next time I won't be so wasteful of that energy. So I, I learned like, okay, I'm still yeah. learning. I'm not exactly. at the top. I'm still learning moment to it's, moment, right? It's always pressing. And the most important thing is we always have choice with all of this. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, the crystal skulls are just one of those things that remind us of there's something much greater out there. Absolutely. And all of that greatness that is out there, it's all within us. Correct. Absolutely. You can find it. Like what's good about the internet, you know, when I was coming up and I have all these books, I don't know, maybe a thousand spiritual books, Yvonne and I together, you know, now you guys got YouTube and you got Google and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So all the information is even closer, right? So watch mm -hmm. what you put in your brain, right? What's what you watch. That's why YouTube is good because you get to choose what you watch they don't yes. force stuff on you like a regular TV channel, right? They yes. don't force it on yes. you. This is the only thing you can watch. Take your pick. What do you like? And then go exactly. from there. We're in a very blessed time of many, many choices. Absolutely. And that is something we really need to be careful about choosing. Yeah. Um, and, and Gladstone, we're coming to the end of the hour. If there's anything that you could say in a 30-second soundbite about the transformation of the skulls, what would it be? It is to not be afraid. Just enjoy. Like when we started with the skulls, just we, we picked them because they were beautiful. They're beautifully carved. So enjoy we enjoy every moment of it as we were looking at it like a child would look at things right mm -hmm. a child would take a stick and have fun with it and we want to go and buy something for a thousand bucks and and these small things are right in front of us so be like a child and look at these things and and forgive and forget they would fight one minute and be okay the next minute everything mm -hmm. is supposed to be easy right Yes. So just take it moment by moment and take it everything as a lesson. I have this saying at work where it's like you either win or you learn. There's no win and losing. You either win or you learn. That's it. <laughs> take that and run with it, please. That's how you will be helpful to yourself. Yes. Never lose because when you lose, you're in a negative state. You win or, okay, I'm going to learn. Next time, I'm going to be better. You win yes. or you learn and you keep going and and in a nutshell, that's all this is about. And I'm learning more as these things come around me and they're bringing more information and all that. And our job is just to share with others, you know. Yes. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Clitstone. Uh, that was beautiful. And you can find Clitstone on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Clitstone Jordan, Crystal Skulls. You start Googling that, he will start coming up. And you yep. can get to meet with him and, and experience his world. 
in my world, I am Bart Sharp. Uh, my website is bartsharp.com. I do shamanistic work, French uh, uh, tours to Southern France. Uh, but also on my website, I have a lot of interesting stuff uh, and a lot of downloads that you can uh, check out. And um, next week, we have Julie Bradshaw with the soul of the horse, which we're going to go into the spiritual journey about how horses transform people and their relationship with that. And Julie is an, a, a psychic of magnitude that liked horses and loved horses, but then as an adult, somehow they became reinvented in her life. And we're going to go into that journey because I find horses totally fascinating. And so it'll be a great hour to go into that type of consciousness. So thanks everybody for tuning in and thank you, Cledstone, for being with us and having all of this wonderful sharing that you've had. Uh, very grateful of your presence. Happy to help. Happy to help. And uh, we'll see y'all next week at two o'clock on Wednesday. Bye for now. <laughs>